the it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> But it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. So if you're not watching this on YouTube, frankly, I pity you because if you were watching, you would see me <laughs> getting my hair done while we are recording this podcast open. It's been it's it's been um it's just been a smash and grab these last couple of weeks. The world's <laughs> opened up. We're on tour. We're doing 10 cities of city time in the city. Mm-hmm. I am so delirious and tired. This open's gonna be a wild one. I went on, I went to San Antonio. I went to Raleigh, North Carolina. I went to, what was the other city we went to? Spokane, Washington. And um, I have had such a, like, I'm so, oh, it's so good to be back. And it's not, I'm not just saying that because I'm high off the bleach that is currently on my scalp and uh, that I am inhaling just uh, to keep hope. Emily, what are you doing? Emily is putting on my robot's wig. Transformation is complete. To try to look. Horse, horse. Is that your impression of me? <laughs> horses, horses. <laughs> But I don't, who is that too? The fan. The, <laughs> the fan. Emily's favorite new joke is, let's shoot this for our fan. We have many fans. This braid. Many. Okay, Emily, I braided a part of this wig that was on my robot because... I'm a Topanga lady, and I wanted a Khaleesi Topanga lady vibe. Yeah. You know that that's not, the lace front is not even on, right? You're not even. I, you, like this? Okay, no. I mean, there's no, no, you have no forehead now. You had too much forehead before, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I look offended, but you can't tell because there's so much Botox in my forehead. <laughs> Emily uh, went on a little rum springer <laughs> with the old Botox. And uh, she. <laughs> this is my eyebrows all the way up. <laughs> she. <laughs> She, you do kind of look like um, a troll doll right now. <laughs> Remember those troll dolls? Okay, I need to stop giving you uh, future uh, the future ability to sue me. So let's get back to uh, the touring. San Antonio, y'all were so fun. And Grace and I were there, and so much funny shit happened. We're going to play uh, the videos on the YouTube and clips and stuff. I made out with lesbians. <gasps> Not one lesbian, but two lesbians. Were they a couple? Or you found they were two a couple. separate no, lesbians? No, no, they were a couple. Not anymore, probably. I think I broke them up. <laughs> one was Russian, and oh. I got so obsessed because, you know, I'm obsessed with Russian people in mm-hmm. Russia. Mm-hmm. You didn't know that. I had no idea. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Russia. Every time I talk to a Russian person, mm-hmm. uh, like movers or anyone that I can meet Spasiba. online of my RussianBride.net, mm-hmm. uh, I ask them, is it true that, uh, what's his name? Putin? Putin, Vladimir, Vlad, Vlad, Vladimir. that Vladimir Putin, that he has a double that was uh, given all this plastic surgery mm-hmm. so that he, the plastic surgery Vladimir Putin would do mm-hmm. appearances and mm-hmm. he won't go out. Well, that's what they used to say about Melania. Oh, she had a double? Yeah. 
No, she just said my plastic surgeon. But here's me uh, oh, let me see. kissing these lesbians because they gave me some hot intel on Vladimir Putin. All right, let's see. Oh. Oh, I let her feel my fake tits. Oh, okay. She'd never felt fake tits before. And for some reason, I feel the need. I'm just so excited to be touched That's in any way I That's an interesting footnote. Um, okay. I can't believe you didn't lead with that. <gasps> oh. <laughs> they were so fun. And she went right for the kisser. And look at this. In uh, in the sp this was in Spokane. Oh. I made out with as many older men as I could because now I'm dating a That's younger a lad. Smart and retirement plan. I miss that like like um, skin that smells like it was shaved with no shaving cream. I miss like a like an old guy who has like a little bandage where he cut himself shaving. It's just a little tiny piece of toilet paper. Toilet paper. I love an older man. It's like oh, daddy, 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 daddy. Do he smell like Old Spice? Okay, so I kissed this man. Now was, was his wife there or his partner? Or his wife was there, and all right? the wives were very encouraging of it. They were like, I'm yeah, they're like, now I don't have to give thanks. him a thrill because yeah. I'm I I quit. So this was my other guy. Oh, oh, that's his wife. That's so cute. She was so excited. I like kissing an older man. Wait, how does this happen? Like, how how do we get to the you kissing? You buy tickets to the show, <laughs> and you never know what the hell is going to happen because I am off the rails, even more off the rails than I have been during quarantine. I have to kick it up a notch and start using tongue. And I'm so, oh, you just wait. Uh, I want to, I'm just so desperate to like, it's been so good to just like be around people and see people right, right. and be able to like s touch people. I mean, I'm calling the tour Touch Me. It's perfect. It's going to be the fall, fall tour. This is a woman that I got to make out with uh, first night. Uh, she was sitting in the corner and she just had such pillowy looking lips. <gasps> and I does. just, she drove five hours to <gasps> see me. Oh my um, gosh. In Spokane from, I don't know, some like Portland or something. So gave her a smacker. <laughs> <laughs> we did have a moment we did have a moment where my lover was there and was watching my stories and was like so if i just kiss girls at work would that be like is this cheating is kissing uh, someone else on stage like as a fun joke no. end of the show surprise no cheating no and there's no tongue uh, there was no tongue, but there was some other inappropriate shit that went down. And then, oh God, San Antonio was so funny. First of all, Grace and I were uh, walking around San Antonio, which I strongly believe is kind of the new Austin. Oh, okay. Austin got a little corporate. I mean, because everyone's moving there. Mm -hmm. We literally got there, got in the car with uh, this, you know, Texas like Longhorn. Uh -huh. What do you call him? Was that a good a name? Longhorn. Yeah, Longhorn. Sorry. Well, I mean, not, he, he was whatever. Oh, he wasn't a steer. <laughs> Okay, you guys, it for, wasn't a bull thank you with for clearing horns. That it was up. a human man. Out the window. <laughs> and so uh, get in the car, and he's like, oh, y'all live in L.A. And, oh, he's starting putting together, you know, who I was. And he goes, can you please tell your friends to stop fucking moving here? I mean, they are pissed. The locals are pissed about this whole influx uh, from California. And I was also just I in Raleigh. I was just in Raleigh, uh, North Carolina. They're getting a ton of them, too. And Oof. I was talking to a bunch of people. 
And um, I was like, this place is beautiful. Like, I love this neighborhood. They're like, do not move here. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Please, don't. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we were, we kind of had our hearts broken when we saw Nike Town on South Congress. In, was that in San Antonio? In, or Austin? Um, nope, in, in Austin, Austin. Like oh. the main strip. I was like, let's go to these thrift stores. I need more horse oh, shirts. Man. Let's get some wool shirts from the, like, you know, 70s. Right. And all of the antique malls and thrift stores. It might have been because of COVID, but I don't know. Anyway, That's moving on to something hilarious. So I'm driving around, I'm wearing the wildest outfit for whatever um, reason. Mm-hmm. When we're walking around San Antonio, uh, I'm wearing like neon. I'll just show them to you right now. So it's like these neon sh- shorts, like bike, bike shorts. shorts, whatever. We're walking around San Antonio, and I'm right. hip. hip. And this guy drives by in a black uh, bu- VW Bug with flames on the side. Okay, drives by and he goes, "Love that color combination." <gasps> Like that's a nice. very sweet, Cat and I call. just because that's the only thing I would have needed to hear. Yeah, not nice ass, or I, I was right. just like, and so I was like, I agree. Right, I like, don't like that he encourages this. No, stop it. Grow up. I'm big on catcalling. I, can I tell you? No, I'm saying that he encourages your outfit choices. Oh, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, catcalling. I'm you'd great rather with. be like, you whore. I'd rather be like, get your bad ass in this. I don't know. Oh my God, Emily. Emily is incapable of being evil and it is so cute. Um, And so he goes, love that color combination. And I went, I agree. And then he went a little bit forward and he went, I'm serious. And I went, oh, so am I. I didn't think you weren't. As he was driving away, it's a compliment. And I went, I agree. I know. Texans are nice. So then he comes back around. We're walking being like, that was such a constructive cat call. That was so helpful. I actually, that's the only thing I wouldn't need to hear. And I'm really into these neon weird Mm -hmm. mixes these days. He comes back around and he goes uh, in front of me, makes Uh the block and Uh goes, yells out the window. Are you always this cocky? Oh my God. And then I was like, dude. That was a 180. I know. I was like, dude, I, I, don't, I think you're projecting something onto me. Maybe look at that because I'm I'm on your team. You said all of this while he was driving yeah. by. <laughs> no, dude, maybe like check your attachment strategy or like, I don't know. Listen to the podcast. I have a great book for you. Listen to the podcast. Maybe get into your ancestral trauma because I'm on your side. Mm-hmm. It's like men are so afraid to catcall now. And even when they do it positively, he had some kind of shame he spiral. He still had to ruin it. It was in his shame. But no, it was like his insecurity. I'm like, right. I, I'm fine. Right. He's the one that went into a spiral. Men are now the victims of the catcalling because they feel so bad yeah, after. Yeah. So I, yeah, as he went around the block, he was having some kind of shame spiral and, and then came around. back and then was like, I tried to do something nice and she didn't receive it the way I wanted her to receive it. And it's like. But you did receive it. I know. But then it turned to anger. We that know how is that works. Wild. Why are you trying to rationalize crazy people? I always people? rationalize you crazy people. You have to people. stop. I work for you. I have to. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, I believe you mean high functioning, eccentric, fairy. Oh. And visionary. Oh dear. So then, Emily, you'll love this. We went into a store. Okay. And there was an adorable kid. Uh, I just kind of oh. wanted to get like some tchotchkes and stuff for the, the for the just for the. Is that what? Can we not say that? No, I love. No, oh, I love it. Is that like against Russian short people or something? <laughs> um, am I not? Al- am I not allowed to call a Russian little person a Russian nesting doll? <gasps> Okay. Only if they're inside another bigger one. <laughs> yeah, only wait. Can I call a Russian pregnant woman's baby in her belly a Russian nesting 100%. doll? Okay, got it. Okay, so we went into the store, and this little kid, because I can only I can only really talk to kids and animals mm-hmm. and understand them. Mm-hmm. So he brought me all around the store. <gasps> so I said, buy. I will buy anything in here that has a horse on it. Did he work there? Well, yeah. 
I mean, oh. he was like a whatever the kid in the store. Okay, you know, okay. stores come with a kid. Sell to other customers because once a customer is giving you their money, you gotta just move on to the next. <laughs> There's food right there. You know what? And then he tried to make everything look like a horse. What a salesman! It was genius. So wow. like the llama, he's like, "That's a horse." Like the dog, he's like, "That's a horse." I was like, "I think it's a dog." He was like, "Not all horses look the same." <laughs> like he was like. Kind of a genius trying to get me to buy stuff. That is a good thing. If you're if you work at a store and you need people to be emotionally manipulated, um, uh, put a kid in it. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I made a big boo boo. Let me hear it. I because you you called it about how we're all gonna have to like relearn social behaviors. Yes. We're all a little rusty. Uh-huh. When I went on my first flight to uh, first flight like in a year, right. in a couple months or whatever to Salt right. Lake City, I. Was I was just like so excited to talk to anyone or like have any kind of social interaction with people that I um I was like Will Ferrell from Elf. <laughs> I'd be like, "Hello, I saw a dog today." Like I was, that's the world's best coffee. You did it. Like I was so like a child. Yeah. In Disneyland, just seeing humans. I I hear that. And uh and so um uh this story is like it it, it is very embarrassing. We might need to cut Do it Do tell it. Okay. So I'm on a plane and I see a team, like a basketball. You know when you see like a college team, like um, all walking in with the same jerseys and it's like obviously a female team, they're in their jerseys and I'm thinking, oh, like this is like a college basketball team. But then I saw that they were all white. So I was like volleyball. And then... I'm sitting in there and I'm like, how can I, what can I do for them? Which is so codependent, I know, but I think just after the pandemic, I was so desperate mm-hmm. to like help bring people together in some way or like, like, and also I have all these weirdly, I know a lot of really famous people for, I don't even know why. And I like to connect them with the people that mm-hmm. they uh, inspired. Right. So I'm like, oh my God, I know Gabby Reese, Gabrielle Reese. She was an Olympian volleyball player in the nineties, Sports Illustrated, model, married Laird Hamilton, total gangster. And I'm like, these girls definitely idolize her. Like, know her, they yeah. exist because of what she did, right? So I go up to them and baggage claim, and I'm like, hey, guys, uh, I know Gabby Reese. And they're like, ah! I'm like, okay, let's make her a video. Mm-hmm. This will totally make her day. You can tell her how, you know, whatever she's done for you, and right. everyone's going to, like, feel a little feel-good moment. Right. And so uh, Gabby is on a plane, so I make a video. Mm-hmm. And I've been hanging out with comedians and doing a podcast where I can kind of say whatever the fuck I want yeah. for the past year. So I'm just like... What's up, cunt? Look at these bitches. <laughs> and I'm like, we got to give them some advice so they can take over the world. But it's a video. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, make sure to do your Kegels, girls. Right, right, Gabby? Get some plan Bs. Put them in your back pocket. You know. And I'm going on and on with just the most, like, do not bleach your asshole, even if your man wants you to. I'm going on and on. Put it down. Texted to Gabby. Like, 20 minutes later, I get a text from Gabby that says, did you not see that they were wearing jerseys that said Brigham Young University? (gasps) That is incredible. (laughs) And I'm so mad I wasn't there. It was pretty. They probably all got expelled for being in that video. I'm going to. What about me? I'm not right with God. Oh, no. That is. (laughs) I didn't post it. I didn't post it. Oh, my God. That. Have I ever taken a film something I didn't post? Is the best it's so story. Dumb. Oh my god! And then okay, last story. I know we have to get to Jamie Lee is here, host <gasps> of the wedding, uh, coach. wedding coach on Netflix. She's hilarious. I'm wearing a wedding dress. We're gonna mm-hmm. go through all my wedding dress picks for when I Emily and I uh, marry get, each other. Get marry each other for tag mm-hmm. purposes. <laughs> yep. Um, and I'm not signing a prenup. So we're at, <laughs> so we're at um in Idaho. 
I do not have my driver's license right now. And I and I had not traveled in a year. Like, I'm not, I'm still rusty on traveling and all the logistics and the right. like, you know, like the octopus, like you have to have nine things in your hands at all times. Anyway, right. yes, I left my license. And you can get through TSA mm-hmm. without a license, but you have to have another form of ID and like a couple credit cards. So then you have to go the regular TSA security thing. Okay. You can't go through TSA. Pre-check, I did not know that. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, I know a lot about TSA all of a sudden. And so I go in and normally they'll like, no, they'll be like, oh, it's what? And like, mm, mm-hmm. let's just let her like, let's right, not. Right, she's right. a live one. Let's not deal right, with her. Right, she's right. going to post We don't want to end up on her Instagram. Yeah. Live. We don't want to deal yeah. with Whitney end up on her Instagram. Yeah. Um, and so in Idaho, we had my twin. Look her up. If you are listening, April Tillman. We're going to have a picture up um, in the show. And uh, she, this girl looks exactly like me. I mm-hmm. met her in Portland. One day I was doing a show at Helium in Portland. And I went to take a drink of water during the show just to take a little little break. Because sometimes you get carp, like lockjaw mm-hmm. 40 Dry minutes mouth. in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and uh, this girl went, our friend looks exactly like you. And I was like, oh, here we go. This is about to hurt my feelings. And then I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Come on. Come on up here. I, sometimes mm-hmm. uh, Let me see what you got. Yeah. Sometimes you've been doing the same material. So you just yeah. want to freshen up a show and give an interactive fun um, experience. Hence the kissing. She comes up. I literally screamed at the top of my lungs. <laughs> the entire audience was like, oh, like it, she looks exactly like me. It's spooky. It's so it, we have the same like teeth and mouth, like mm-hmm. everything. And you guys will see there's a lot of content coming soon. But the point is, I do not have my license. I'm leaving Spokane, Washington. She leaves at 8 a.m. And then I'm leaving at like 10 a.m. or something. Mm-hmm. I a tiny, tiny airport. So I go through the airport. And I'm like, hey, guys, I don't have my license, but I know the whole rigmarole. I have two two copies of my license and password, a bunch of credit cards, and I just need to go through some extra security. And they're mm-hmm. like, they look at me real weird. And I'm like, no, no, no. I I, I totally, I, I mean, I've had to do this. I, here are my tickets right. from the last couple ones, just to right. see other TSAs have yeah. let me through. And, and they're like, no, no, you, I know you're Whitney Cummings, right? Oh. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like, well, she just came through here. <gasps> and so we're trying, and I was like, so suddenly I became a crazy person pretending to be Whitney Cummings. Yeah. I have like blue hair. You've come full circle. That is not brushed. Right. I have, you've seen the lug. My luggage is like clear plastic bags from. Trash bags. Etsy basically. And, and then I'm carrying all this crazy shit. My hair is blue. And then of course I say the thing that is like my nightmare makes me hate myself <gasps> beyond comprehension. I was like, well, if you want to just Google me and Ooh. see how my hair is blue now. And they were just like. It was, I just was, once, once you think Whitney already came through, me, everything I said and the frame of that reality sounded fucking insane. And then remember I started, I I literally started crying afterwards. I was so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed. And then. I, I was trying to talk to them and it was mask. And then there were two pieces Mm -hmm. of glass between me and the guy in the mask. So like we couldn't hear each other. Yeah. And every time I tried to talk to him closer, I would hit my head on the oh, plexiglass. Like I looked like a crazy person. And we didn't film any of this. <laughs> it was not good. Okay. Oh, let's make some announcements. Oh, I also did the Liza Koshy show. <gasps> Liza Koshy, who was um, a guest, the big YouTube, the queen of YouTube. The queen. Liza Koshy, who her TV show, Liza on Demand, the pilot on YouTube, mm-hmm. I got something like 68 million views what and yeah so it's what no it's huge it's like three game of thrones um that's crazy but anyway she asked me to be on and i love her and so i did and i have to just tell you the craziest thing just real quick and i don't even know what to make of this but my first studio movie i ever did mm-hmm. was called maid of honor busy phillips mm-hmm. michelle monaghan was in it patrick dempsey whatever whatever always so, a bridesmaid always a bridesmaid mm-hmm. always um and i was like 
you know, I was doing it. I was doing the show just mostly for Liza. You know, she's a friend of mine. I kind of wanted to see what was going on, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of shooting YouTube shows, sort of how, how the, the production works, etc. So then I'm looking at the script, trying to memorize my lines, and I see that it is written by uh, Deb Kaplan. Okay. Deb Kaplan is a huge writer in uh, Hollywood. Can't Hardly Wait. Yes, she wrote oh. Can't Hardly Wait, Pussycat Dolls. Like, Dang. I mean, some of the most... Yes, Josie and the Pussycats. And she has a writing partner, Harry Elfont, who was just freaking lovely, who was so nice. But if you started in this business wanting to be like an actress or an actor in any way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. Deb Kaplan and Harry Elfont were on every script. You'd get the breakdowns and you see, and you, you knew that that movie was going to happen. Right. Because there's a lot of movies that cast and never go anywhere. Yeah. And you're like, you know, putting your money on the wrong horse. Hey, right. horse racing, cancel it. Mm-hmm. Um, but so Deb Kaplan, like, like she just has this she's like a celebrity to me mm-hmm. you know because i grew up being like i want to be like deb kaplan yeah. and i went to the, and i was in a movie that was written by deb kaplan uh this one made of honor it had someone else did like a pass on it later so deb kaplan i work with 15 years ago on a movie called made of honor mm-hmm. i look like this <gasps> okay you look like zoe deschanel thanks and then hold on those bangs. I, 15 years later, and I look <gasps> like this. <laughs> How weird is that? Okay, so me, 15 years ago, in her, it's probably 13, whatever, in her movie, 13 years later, she, she had- didn't know. She didn't know. There's no way. Like, she yeah. didn't know. She's, she wasn't the hair person. She wasn't, you know. I am basically the same character 13 years later and I've turned into like a, a Topanga lady that um, makes her own soap. What an accurate representation of time. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I mean, that's so funny. It was so weird. Like, I don't even know what to make of this coincidence, but it was just such a wild one. What Because I journey. never really have bangs and I never have long, long, long hair. The yeah. two times I have, it's the same look. And the dresses. The same dress. It was so weird. We were both like, this is so crazy. That's so crazy. It was very odd. Yeah. This was um, Deb's plan for you the whole time. Ah, uh, or my plan for her to be like, remember that character you wrote 13 years ago? I've been her this whole, I got lost in your character. And I'm, I'm a method and actress. And I'm still her. <laughs> um, okay, so I am, oh, we have to do some announcements. All right, I love you guys. I do not want to blow you up on Instagram, Twitter. I, we are sending community texts, so please keep texting me, 818-239-7527. We are getting back to the daily birthday messages, I promise, because now Grace is going to handle it, and so it'll happen. Because I do try to do it, but I usually don't remember to do it until like 6 at night, and right. then they say this is quiet time, and I don't want to... I don't want to like annoy everybody with, uh, right. you know, if they keep their phone on at night and then I'm like, hey, happy birthday. And they're like, what the fuck? It's I someone's know. birthday every day. Uh, yeah, yeah. I could have been for anyone. Yeah. Um, OK, so please text those. And then that way we can send you targeted messages in terms of show updates. Shows are being added. Mm-hmm. Capacities are being added. Like some <gasps> shows that are now sold out, they might add capacity and have uh, more seats available. So we want to be able to just text you directly. And I always like to send it to the. The true, the real ones first, mm-hmm. so that you guys can get dibs on tickets first. Brea, all shows are sold out except Sunday the 9th, May 9th. Mm-hmm. Um, Texas shows, uh, we are coming to Dallas, Addison Improv, Houston Improv, and we are going to do some shows in Austin in between at a place called the Sunset Comedy Sunset Club. Comedy. Sunset Strip Comedy Club. And it is, and the creek and the cave. 
let's go strip in a creek or a cave. Uh, so those are going to be announced at times soon, but uh, I'm going to be doing them. Um, I'm going to go out and do Rogan's show, and then we'll just be there for a couple days. I want to go see the bats in, Houston, in Austin. Okay, I have to stop talking, uh, and also my scalp is going to start burning out, and I don't want y'all to have to see me go through that. What was the, sh the movie where the girl's hair was coming out in the shower? The Craft. Oh! Yeah, full craft situation. I love you guys. Enjoy Jamie Lee. We talk about weddings, how to have them, if you even should have them, uh, nightmares to avoid. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go through some wedding dress ideas. I'm going to, I really go up against a lot of, of nuptial traditions mm -hmm. that I think should change. Um, and I'm pretty uh, outspoken per usual. Shocking. I love you guys. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Bye. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 yes, I'm available to do the music at your wedding. <laughs> Hit me up on community. We have Jamie Lee on the podcast today. Uh, the great Jamie Lee, who is the host of a one, The Wedding Coach yes. on Netflix, where yes. she coaches people through the trials and tribulations of their wedding days. I thought that I would just show up in a wedding gown so if you're not watching this on YouTube, you're lost. I mean, really, the boob adjustment that's happening. I am in a, I know, I just tried to, the problem is when I put my boobs too close together, it looks like a little tiny butt. And then oh, I worry But that's what you want, that's what cleavage then, is. Okay, then you're gonna attract pedophiles. Because you have a butt a on your chest? A little tiny butt on my chest, yeah. No, that's, wait, <laughs> wait, sorry, what was the logic? He's like, I get to have a threesome with a woman and a baby? pedophiles like butts? <laughs> Don't they like tiny butts? No, they like kids. Yeah, who have tiny butts? <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, you're not going to be the pedophile coach. That's for sure. <laughs> let's stick to what you're good at. Let's stick to what you're good Damn at, Jamie. It. I was hoping that would be my next no, job. No, that career move is not oh, happening. Fine, Hate to break Whitney. it to you. Fine. But I thought I would just come in a full wedding dress uh, that we bought um, mm -hmm. in Salt Lake City uh, because this is probably the closest thing to a wedding day I will ever have. Let's be honest. <laughs> well, congratulations. This is huge for you. Um, so how did this come about? Yes, yes. Well. Why did they go, who should do this? Jamie Lee, the obvious Yeah, I, I think what happened, I know what happened, is when I got engaged, um, I wrote a book about planning my wedding mm -hmm. and how difficult it was, mm -hmm. it was quite stressful. Yes, I remember that. What's it called? It's called Wediculous. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, and I basically was writing it as I was getting married. So it almost became like a diary that uh -huh. then was like a suicide note. I mean, not a far cry. <laughs> not a far cry. It definitely I had my editor read it and she's like, this is this is angry. Are you OK? Yeah. yeah. She was like, this is you're really going through something. And I'm like, that's the book. <laughs> I just I feel like and let's I want to get really granular about I all love that. the wedding stresses because yeah. You know, all my friends are gonna, you know are married now, and I just see them in these amazing relationships. They finally find the guy that's not toxic, that's not a narcissist, mm. that doesn't cheat on them, that doesn't wear Axe body spray, that doesn't whatever, and then the planning of the wedding ruins their relationship. Mm -hmm. I've seen it happen over and over again. I've lost friends because of the way they behaved at their weddings sure. or the way that they. A lot of friendships stop at weddings. It's wild. Yeah. So was what was like the most stressful thing, or like. The most stressful thing for me was, well, I think the number one most stressful thing for me was learning that I was not impervious to wedding stress. Like I, I did not grow up 
dreaming about my wedding. I was mm. never that person. So I thought there's no way mm-hmm. that that stress is going to reach me because mm-hmm. my the, the the what is the word I'm looking for? Um the the importance of it just wasn't the significance of it wasn't really there for me which would make it way more stressful i would think because you're not like this is my you know you're like, uh, yeah and i also don't think i had a clear vision yeah so i think that to me was that was the hardest part was when i was like oh i'm becoming that person that everyone told me i would become yeah and i have no control over it okay it's just like t- the wedding is truly taking over me i'm like possessed by right. it right well because it's also th- it's so daunting like there's this thing like where it's so far away and there's always something to do. Yeah. It's like a full-time job that you pay to do. Correct. That's what a wedding feels like to me. And, right. And everyone's going to have that one friend that makes it about them or these parents who are like, we're not going to fly. Like, it's just there's so much that's out of your control. Yeah. And you're dealing with so many personalities. Like, it would just... I... Well, I think that you're dealing with personalities and also... For some reason, weddings bring to the fore all of the dynamics in your life. Mm. Friendship dynamics, family dynamics, that you're you're just not in a position prior to getting engaged to even have to confront those things in your life. You're, that is it. A wedding holds a mirror up to all of your shit. You know, like to me, when I was planning a wedding when I was engaged like a year and a half ago, I'd be like, Wait, are we still? Am I still friends with this person? I fucking can't stand this person. Why am I even still? I'm inviting this person to my wedding. Right. Like, I had to face that. Like my dad died. He's gonna walk me down the aisle. I'm like, I have to face the grief of my dad. I haven't processed this. Like it made me. It's like putting benzoyl peroxide on your skin to like bring all the zits out. That's exactly yeah. what it is. And you're like, wait a second. I thought I had saved more money. I wait a second. Absolutely. Oh, hold on. Yeah. I, it like... makes you confront your finances. Yes. It makes you confront your friendships. It makes you not only deal with your own family, but deal with your partner's family yes. on a level you never, ever wanted to even and know their them friends. on. their yeah. friends. Oh, then their friends. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we have to have, you know, Tim, who I, you know, went on that rum springer with. It's just like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I have to invite my ex. And you're like, what? Like, it's just, it's just so wild how much it brings up. That's so true. Yeah, and like, I think for, I think my, I think I was very surprised at how, it also, ugh, I mean, the hardest part, too, is, like, how do you and your partner handle outside Stress. infiltration? Do you guys have good boundaries or do you, mm. like, let people invade the fort? Mm. And if you don't sync up in that way, it You have can to be on the very... same team. It has to be you against the world Absolutely. instead of you against each other. Which is a good metaphor for marriage. Yeah. Yes. Um, but again, it's not necessarily something you know about each other yeah. until you have to go through it. And then you're, it's holding a mirror up to your relationship as well of like, okay, this is, these are our values. This is how we deal with conflict. This is how we cope with stress. What's you the know. number one mistake brides make? Do you think if you had to pick? Um, getting married. married. <laughs> Here's what I'll say. As someone that made a, as someone that made a television show about a girl that did not want to get married, um, and the guy did. It was a little gender reversal. It was very subversive. You guys missed all that when you were hating on it. Um, I love that show. Uh, thank you. I watched it. Um, as someone that was, has seen five divorces by the time I was 15, 
is very penurious with money, like can't imagine the idea of spending a bunch of money on a wedding, sounds crazy, don't want to put my friends through it, because it's also what I do for a living, like my friends work on the weekends, like the idea of me having sure. a wedding on a Saturday or a Sunday, like half my friends won't be able to come because they're doing stand-up, they're like, I'm not going to give up a MSG show to come to your wedding, like I'll, I'll go come to the next one, right. <laughs> you know, like, so like my friends probably won't even be there, I have like a bunch of family members that are, I don't have a lot of family, like, I don't have a lot of family either. Like at all. And, um, but I was talking to Kevin Christie, a dear friend of mine, and he goes, no, no, the wedding's not for you. Like, yeah. it's not only it's not for you, but the point of a wedding is so that all your friends bear witness to what you're doing and hold you accountable. Mm. So, and I was like, that kind of makes sense, dude. That's why I'm not going to cheat on somebody because it's like, oh, my friend spent all this money on the wedding. Like, what am I going to do? I, I would really agree with that advice. I, I think that it, there's a lot of accountability that comes with we inviting someone up. to your wedding. We, we flew, all know you're we gifted, staying. we hoteled, and you're we slept. married. And so next time we're out at a bar and you decide you want to go flirt with that girl, I'm going to be like, no, bitch. We spent two thousand dollars. Right, remember that cheese to cut? You're, you? you're not flirting with her. You're yeah. staying married. Yeah. So it's also a way that your friends can keep you in line and 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 witness you moving to this more mature place in your life, and you can't really have as many like secrets or like secret life. Mm. You know? Yeah. And like I I needed to hear that, but then yeah, it was just, and the wedding planning for me just. It got really stressful. I think mostly because I was like I didn't have someone to walk me down the aisle, and the idea of picking. I was like, I'm going to hurt so many people's feelings if I don't pick. The I got really into that. The bridesmaid stuff, the maid of honor. Yeah, like, that, I don't yeah, want to hurt. Too. And I got really paralyzed by like, if I invite this person, I have to invite this person. And I was like, I'm just going to have to like draw so many boundaries. And it seems exhausting. I'm going to have to tell this person they're not invited. I'm going to have to. Like, I just was like, I don't want to deal with all this because I know people are going to take it personally. So either my wedding has to be nobody or like 500 people because yeah. I'm so codependent, you know. And uh, And then everyone's like solution for that when you say you don't want a big wedding is they're like why don't you just go down to city hall and i'm like no that's, you want me to go downtown i don't want to be in like a government like building. what am i gonna go yeah i'm gonna get a ticket right. like we're not gonna find parking like, go to the dmv yeah like, like no, no we're all trying to avoid that as much as, as possible po yeah i don't i i i can hardly go to jury like i don't go to jury absolutely duty. you want me to go to jury duty to go sign this contract it just sounds like the least romantic thing ever but then you also realize if you're not willing to go downtown for someone you probably shouldn't marry them well, that's like, that. Yeah, that's interesting to, to be like, yeah, can you go through this like very no frills <laughs> process with this person and like still be like, I'm obsessed with you. I love you. I yeah. want this. Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah. that was tricky for me. Why also can't uh, and in your experience, have you seen success with this? Why? Why? I think I'm going to propose the next time. I'm very hell bent on being mm, I the, get that the proposer. Sure. Do you hear about people that have proposed to their guy? Yeah. I think so. I think it's becoming more common. I don't know anyone who's done it. Yeah. But what I do you get a like, guy if you're proposing to him? Um, like a hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> what are like you say a hammer. Something like meat based. <laughs> like a nice flashlight. Like a jerky or <laughs> some tools. <laughs> like some Just meat, some meat and meat and like big some, a screwdriver. <laughs> yeah. I would think. Because I've been thinking about this a lot. I was thinking a watch. Mm, that's because mm, you I now. Yeah. I also watch because I'm watching so you sexy. now. I'm watching. I'm, yeah, I see you. <laughs> yeah, see your you, your bastard. life is over. Your yeah. time is up. Your on time this is earth. up. <laughs> You're with me now. I mean, you could do like a machete or like a vintage sword or something. Or I don't like 
sword no 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 okay. it's like it's a little cosplay and it's a weapon you're right you're right you're right i'm getting most that women that house. are murdered are yep. murdered by their there spouses but there if i if i'm gonna get murdered i, I well, do if you got murdered I, by way of sword i mean at least there's a good story there all i care about is that my funeral is funny Mm-hmm. Like if my my funeral better be the funniest thing I've ever done. Like I have lots of plans for my funeral. What are some of the They're plans? gonna carry my uh, body in on a um, like a crane, and I want them to lower my body down. Oh. Yeah, and I'm gonna make all my friends bury like, like a pop star like. I have descending like, from the ceiling. It's at gonna be lots Madison of pranks. Okay. And then I have a girl that looks exactly like me who lives in Portland. Her name is April. I mean, okay. like exactly like me. So she's gonna walk and in then and I'm be gonna like, just her, kidding. And then I'm gonna have her come out. And then she's gonna be like, just kidding again. She actually is dead. <laughs> and, Double kidding. And then someone kills her oh, at my funeral. Fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> and then my This is like a Tony and Tina's <laughs> wedding. Like this is very elaborate. Like I think about my funeral all the time. Wow, my really? W- wedding, I can't I oh, can't see, I'm like constantly trying to forget death. So also I the dude I'm dating is a rock climber. I got him a rock wall. So I did get him a rock. I mean like eighty Whoa. rocks. Um but the question is, what do you do if you propose to the guy and then I feel like you got him a rock wall. Yeah, like I like, think you did it. Like you yeah. got him enough. That's you right. Him I own wall. him. Yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I shouldn't be teaching. I shouldn't be helping him learn how to climb away. That means he could get away one but day. But then he also could like plummet to his death. That's so, like, true. There is a threat of like I, I shouldn't have to go screw anywhere. Them in all the way. Right, right, right. Full misery. Oh, did you roll your ankle, boo, on the on that loose uh, <laughs> rock wall hold? Yeah. I don't know what they're when you were scaling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how cute am I? Okay, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. What do you think um, uh, a man's role in the wedding is? Mm, I feel like this go. is my sexist. Tell me if I'm sexist. I, from what I've seen, the reason guys are so like like furtive about proposals and controlling and about the proposal uh, is that, of course, we've been conditioned to believe that the man needs to do it all. But also, that's his last chance to really weigh in on much. That's what a guy mm. told me. So I was like, one of my friends, uh, dudes did this elaborate proposal. It was so unnecessarily elaborate and annoying. She had to like miss work. It was like, I was like, dude, you gotta, we can't. We had like five friends taking off work, doing like pranks and jumping out of bushes. And I was like, dude, oh, she's God. not gonna want any of this. And he was like, this is the last thing I get to do. That's interesting. I've never heard that theory. Um, I, I mean, will... I, I, his his wife's a very good friend of mine, and he's right. I mean, he's he's right. <laughs> he never got to. He make never a got to do. He yeah. never got to make a decision. Yeah, again. yeah, yeah. He knew. He knew. Um, I yeah. I think that. <sighs> Where do I stand on this? I mean, for me, I definitely. I think like whatever. This is kind of like going deep, but like I went to art school, and I have always enjoyed aesthetic and like. I didn't real. I've never been an event planner. I'm very disorganized. Like I didn't think I had that in me, but I do care about the way things look. And with weddings, especially with like toxic wedding culture, you are told to like get super, super granular, attention to detail. You yeah. know what? What do you want your wedding to say about you? So it's very easy to get caught up in. Dude, the everyone's wasted look in the first thirty it. minutes. Who cares what? Absolutely. Like? Well, that is a lesson that I learned. Is who cares? But you, as you spend more and more money, you're going. Oh well, I'm spending money, so therefore. I, I care about the thing I'm spending money on. Uh, like, you almost get into this place where you're, you're like... You're literally and in, emotionally investing. You are emotionally investing. So when someone else tries to weigh in, even if they are on paper 100% mm. right, mm-hmm. great opinions, great ideas, it becomes like you're taking away from this thing that I'm investing in. Mm-hmm. So, like, and I just don't need you give, to stay in your lane. I don't even want 
a better idea right now because I've gone too far down I've the gone line too far. Yeah. with this idea. Yeah. And I'm consciously yeah. going into the dark deep end. Yes. Like I can see it happening. I can see myself falling down the well. But there's this part of me that's like, just let me fall mm-hmm. because this is the only time in my life that I'm going to it's I'm given social and societal permission to fall. Wow. So just let me do it. Yeah. And it's interesting, like with my wedding, I mean, I definitely had people who were trying to help me. Like my my husband's parents were trying to help. Mm. And I was like, I am woman, hear me roar. Like, get the fuck it's, out of you my get, way. You get very territorial. It is really like, um, from a primordial sense, it, it is a, a, a ritual that is very close in our brains to like nesting, you know? Mm, and you're yeah. the matriarch and you're nesting. And this is the next stage of your life. And when people come in and meddle, it's very much like, no, bitch, this is my territory. I also think that probably on some like subconscious level, weddings are so patriarchal in so many ways that you're like, this is kind of the one thing I get to have agency over. Was there anything that was in the wedding that you were like, this is antiquated? Like the. Yes. Did you change things? Um, I didn't. I, I kind of feel like tradition is helpful because it gives you a structure, a structure and a schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, or not schedule. Uh, like, um, yeah, it, it gives you a structure and it gives you kind of like something to work with. Right. Like it's kind of a blueprint. Um, but they're definitely, I think when you're merging backgrounds, traditions get a little more confusing because like for me I grew up I am Jewish but I didn't grow up religious and I grew up in Texas and then my partner grew up in a Jewish enclave on Long Island and grew up so only he says going, yeah <laughs> went to so many bar mitzvahs so many weddings done a very specific Jewish way mm-hmm. and for me I didn't grow up with that so there were certain things where even like you know, doing the um, oh my god, I can't even think of what it's in called. The, chair? the tuba. Oh, that please. That that is one of the scariest things I've ever done. When they put you up it in the chair so and dance and funny, and it's you're like, never looked this fun to me. Is not it lo- fun. The bride I was sliding out. I was sliding, and I could see my face <laughs> angling towards the ground. I was like, this is it. And also, I was in a very tight corseted type dress, and I was like, I actually have. No way of stopping this if I fall. Like, I can't move my legs. Yeah. I can barely breathe. These people are so old. These people, yeah, their, their <laughs> arms are so weak. What's it when they, at Jewish weddings, when they hold the bride up and the, and the groom, right? Yeah, they in do a both. chair. And then you hold onto the napkin. Everyone is having so much you. fun except the bride. I feel the, every wedding I've gone to, the, the, she, If your dress is binding at all, at least like the they guys look scared. are in They look pants. scared. No, it was not fun. In fact, at the beginning of my show, in our opening credits, there is a quick shot of me holding on for dear life to the chair and just like mouth agape, just yeah. truly terrified. But all I was saying about tradition is that with the signing of the ketubah, that was something that really like meant a lot to him. Yeah. And I was like, why do we have to do this? I just want to like go to my rehearsal dinner. And he's like, we have to sign it right now. And I'm like, but we invited all these people and we yeah. spent all this money. I just want to go to my party. Yeah. I just want to, I just want to go he wanted be it a guest you, to my party. He knows you're going to be super famous one day and he's going to sell that signature <laughs> on eBay. <laughs> I'm like, that's not a tradition. You know? Well, yeah, but um, yeah, now I'm separated. I have lots of, <laughs> what, do, do you talk, have you talked about that or? I have a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just, it's it's somewhat fresh. How long were you married? Um, four years. That's a we were fucking... together for 10. That's 
a huge success. I we, we have to that. always remember that marriage was invented when the life expectancy of human beings was 30 to 35 years old. Yeah. Okay, like we're meant to have a couple relationships before we die. If you meet your um, love of your life when you're 18 and stay together forever, Godspeed, I mean, yeah. you fucking weirdo. That's like my aunt and uncle. They've been Creeps. together since high school. Cool. Yeah. Get the internet. A lot of pressure. Yeah. A lot of pressure get, to see get that. Get high speed Wi Fi. See if it sticks. Um, but yeah, so if that's your thing, like that's awesome. You won the lottery. Like Chelsea Lynn, who was on here, like she's been with her guy for 18 years or something. Incredible. But, but we're not designed to. Uh, th this, th I don't think when this institution was invented, they would have said forever had they known that we were going to invent antibiotics and vitamins and all this stuff that kept us alive till we were 100. Yeah. You know, so 14 years, that's. A, I mean, that's longer than most marriages. Well, I'm not going to lie. I think that the wedding planning process did do Sour lasting damage. I am one of those and people. And do you think it's because of, of the behavior or because of what was revealed during the planning process? What was revealed during the planning process. Because you get to know each other super well. And yeah, yeah. And we, yeah, we were having fights that, I, I, yeah, I mean, just like the type of fighting. Because the irony is you were already married. You know, like when yeah, I, you're, that's you're together 10 years, you're married. Yeah. I mean, there's your, especially if you're living together, you're already legally part. I mean, it's already going to be. Uh, we were together six, yeah, six years. Oh. And then, yeah, we were married for. Yeah, yeah. 10 total, 10 yeah. total. I mean, I don't that's going to be making a, that distinction. But that, yeah. yeah, that it is going to be a nightmare regardless. Like when people are like, we live together, but we're not married. It's like, dude, once you live together and been together for a while and are enmeshed and have bought couches together and have a dog together, like you're married. Like this breakup is going to be just as hard without yeah. the legal zoom of it all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's funny because when, you know, now now the show, I don't know when this comes out, but the show, you know, on Netflix is called The Wedding Coach and it's like, oh, I'm going to be like a divorced wedding coach. But actually, <laughs> I actually think it like... To me, it's like, dude, you should trust I me. I do think that's right. If I yes. had a, if, if, if you hadn't gone through what you've gone through in the adversity and like, you're the only person I want to listen to who's like, don't make the same mistake I made. Thanks for saying that. I also feel that way. And I also think, unfortunately, in our culture, like the wedding is very separate from the marriage. And yes. if there's anything I can impart, it's like mm -hmm. put your relationship first and do what's right by your relationship, not it should be about what's the marriage, family, not the wedding. Not to, yes, it needs to just be about the two of you being like united against the world. But then you also have to get your shit together. So for me, when I started planning a wedding, I realized like I have a lot more work to do on my codependence shit because I'm like, I don't want this person to be mad at me. Or mm. like, if I don't, I don't want this person to have to spend this much money on this, but uh, you know, I know they're not gonna, they're not gonna like this place and this person hates the sun and this person hates the mountains. Like I was thinking about That's my- how, same. That when I was like picking venues and I'm like, ah, so-and-so is not gonna wanna drive all this way or, oh, she's got kit, we should have childcare at the wedding. Like I just spent all this time hoping that the guests were gonna have a good time and not be mad at me. And I was like, I need to like do some work on myself because I'm gonna have to keep setting boundaries up until the day this happens, the day it's actually happening when my whatever weird, you know, cousin who I can't stand wants to talk to me and I have to be like, give me a second. Like I'm gonna have to do this all uh, up until this thing and I need to get stronger at this. Do you also feel like because of what you do as a performer, like do you, do you feel like wedding attention you already kind of get that. There's a little bit of that. Like, it, like this is not. I mean, I, I, yes, I've, I've talked about this um, before, not on the podcast, but you know, I, we do get to get in hair and makeup a lot and dress up a lot, and you know, I think that a lot of people, 
you know, don't. Like, the idea of me, like, dressing up and taking a bunch of photos, I'm like, I have to do this every day. And I'm actually, like... I, I It was one of the things I liked I was like, the how least am I about sh- my wedding day. How am I shy all of a sudden? Like, how am I... You know, and then I think a big thing is I was wor- I was also trepidatious as a comic that my vows were just mm. they were just going to turn into a fucking roast yep. and make things awkward. I did that once as a wedding officiant. Mm-hmm. I like sort of went a little roasty and I was like, oh, not the place, not the place. <laughs> you know, so I'm like worried that my va- his vows would be like amazing and emotional and I would just be like. Making- this is what happened at my wedding and I because I set a rule as like we cannot because he's in comedy as well. I was like, we cannot have like sticky vows. Like we have to speak from oh, the heart. Oh, mine would just be like savage roast. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, yes, that too of like, just like making it good for the audience. Yeah, oh, no, I, I was like, we kill. cannot, have to I know. Kill. And I, I was like, co- no, I, I was like, like we cannot. comedian friends to see right. me cry? What a nightmare. I know. Well, that's what's funny is that I set this hard and fast rule and still somehow ended up doing like a comedy performance and then his were so he completely listened to me his were so genuine he had some stuff written down on paper he actually threw the paper with tears and was just like speaking from the heart and I was like oh my and I had to go second and I was like oh no oh buddy I didn't take my own advice I didn't do the exercise that I put in place was it awkward I mean mine was still I think it was still sweet enough but Mm -hmm. like he really like did the thing that I said we should do and then I like only did it about 50% but and also, it was still pretty jokey. And I'll tell you something. In though. fact, I use one of the jokes from my vows in my, st- in my stand-up now, which is crazy. So you got something out of I this did. I mean, I mean, please. <laughs> you I, got yeah, a TV I show. Yeah. You got some special. <laughs> this seems like it's a pretty good career move if I may say so myself. <laughs> I want to go over a couple things, complaints that I have about weddings okay. and I want you to tell me if I'm being a brat or histrionic or okay. if these are fair complaints. Okay. Um, when weddings are on either Valentine's Day or New Year's Eve, people throw their weddings on holidays. I, I love a New Year's Eve just because I think people are kind of looking for plans. Something to do. Okay. Something to not have to think about. But I feel like people are coming to New Year's Eve to get fucking wasted. But you have to factor that in. You can't be like a dry wedding on New Year's. You it's have a- to be like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure you guys party. But it's also going to be chilly willy. And then I, I like, you know, okay, what I'm saying? it is me chilly willy, but also, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I don't like going to a wedding being like I have to wear a long sleeve dress with like wool under mm, I see. I kind of romanticize cold, a cold winter wedding. weddings aren't fun. Well, you have, to just, you have to get you have to get enough heaters if you're going to do outdoor or you okay. just do an indoor venue. I know I always, I'm going to lose my shawl. I mean, when you go to a wedding and they have a basket full of like pashminas, you're like, oh, fuck. I know. It's going to be a chilly yeah. willy wedding. I spent all this money on this dress and I'm going to be chilly the whole time. Yeah, I think that you have to make sure to just have adequate. <laughs> Emily's like, stop saying chilly willy. <laughs> Please, God. Um, Valentine's Day wedding. I've heard of it. I mean... If that's what does it for you, go for it. <laughs> but I mean, if you, I don't, I, it's a little corny, but also, yeah, like, you're right. It is more, but there is something, but also, it's kind there's of there's something good to be said. From, there's something to be said for me, like, we're gonna have to, we're gonna take Valentine's Day off your fucking plate. Yeah, I like that too. And I also think, like, if February 14th, it's pretty cold out. It's also, it's probably really cheap I would think to get Valentine's Day mm-hmm. because it is so cold mm-hmm. even though it's like the day of love oh yeah you know I when someone gets married will... on like a on like a Friday they got a deal yeah yeah <laughs> you're yeah. like okay you got half off right the it's venue. like Tuesday in the dead yeah. of winter even yeah. if it is like February 14th yes, it's still yes. like you like you're doing okay like yeah, that was a smart budgeting decision we now take a break 
uh, from me talking to hear more of me talking. <gasps> Everyone's favorite. <laughs> but it's going to be a little more scripted. And if I'm going to interrupt, it's going to be myself. Uh, maybe I'll bring that Nerf or gun. you. See, so I, you stop. I should bring the Nerf gun but, to ads and shoot you no, point I, blank. I did that on purpose to see if you would stop. When somebody, here's what you're supposed to do when someone interrupts you, right? So start talking. Oh, well, I, Emily, you Emily. have to. I can't hear you. <laughs> Yo, no, you <laughs> do this. So interrupt me while I'm talking. Okay. So it's actually so, impossible to interrupt you when you're talking. I've tried for years. Um, you. I'm trying to interrupt you. Oh, wait, no, wait, no. This is the first. You're, I'm trying to teach Te you how to You're trying to teach me how to interrupt. <laughs> we need less interrupting. Okay. Can we get to the ad here? Oh my God, I completely forgot we were doing an ad. <laughs> I just thought. Jesus I, Christ. I just thought I, thought I was we giving just, my notice. I thought we were turn. arguing. <laughs> um, okay, so here's the thing. I We are going to read this verbatim because Ritual, uh, we normally talk about their vi multivitamin, which I have been on for literally years. Okay. They have a new product okay. that we're just going to read it mm -hmm. because I love it so much that mm -hmm. I'm going to start being like, and it cures leprosy. No, like, it doesn't. I, yeah, yeah, it's sort of like, maybe. Um, oh, oh, she's allowed to have opinions. Placebo effect is an effect. Um, <laughs> so Ritual, I, I'm obsessed with everything they do. Um, their team of scientists, hello Harvard, reimagined protein from the ground up and inside out, from how it's made to who it's for and why it's needed. The result is a delicious plant-based protein offered in three premium formulations for distinct life stages and unique nutrient needs. Same high standards approach and commitment to traceability that Ritual is known for. I always say that about Ritual. Can you read the rest? Known for traceability. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you just wanted my two cents. Thoughtful purpose. No, I'm going to start paying you two cents if you keep <laughs> making jokes like that. <laughs> Thoughtful purpose built formulation. Clean plant-based formulas specifically created to support nutri nutrient needs of different life stages. 18 plus pregnancy and postpartum. Please, please, please. 50 plus. <laughs> no, no, no. So why not shake up your ritual, Whitney? To make trying something new less scary, Ritual offers a money-back guarantee if you're not 100% in love. Plus, Whitney's listeners get 10% off during their first three months. Just visit ritual.com slash Whitney to add essential protein today. That's ritual.com slash Whitney. And I know I'm not to, allowed to make claims that aren't necessary. Uh, cut, cut. I'm just cut, saying. Cut. We're cutting. Look at me. Have uh, I ever looked better? They're going to pay us not to advertise them if that's how we do it. <laughs> Now we're going to talk about Brooklyn us naked in bed. I never sleep naked. Now, Things can crawl up your butt. <laughs> what, dicks? I don't know, bugs. How big is your butthole? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, best fiends crawling up your butt there. Brooklyn in is truly, I am a such a snob when it comes to betting. Mm -hmm. Brooklyn in. I had a brand I was using before and I was like, I will never switch. I will never switch. And then you and Benton were like, try Brooklyn in mm -hmm. and it's a get. It is. I. I, I didn't want to be wrong, but it is such a game changer. It has something for everything you need. Uh, refresh, launching new products. Like you, sometimes you need to refresh your bed. Like excite yourself. Also, they have cozy robes. Yeah. Loungewear. It's, I love wearing loungewear. They are so confident in their core products. They come with a 365 day warranty. Unlike this podcast, you will not get your time or money back. Mm -hmm. And all uh, the fans are so confident too. They've received over seventy five. 
thousand five star reviews. They make me feel rich, even though I live in a studio apartment. There you go. You know what I'm saying? There you go. I, I don't know how we top that endorsement. All right. So give yourself the comfort refresh you deserve and get it for less at Brooklinen. Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code Whitney to get twenty dollars off with a minimum purchase of a hundred dollars. That's b r o o k l i n e n dot com and enter promo code Whitney for twenty dollars off with a minimum purchase of a hundred dollars. That's brooklinen.com promo code Whitney. Um. Okay. How many parties do I have to attend? So my thing is I'll come to two out of the five. Mm. Engagement party, wedding shower, bachelorette, wedding, rehearsal dinner. Sorry, rehearsal dinner, wedding, yeah. and then day after brunch. I never fuck with the day after brunch. Really? No, oh, I don't want to face see, I anybody. I don't want anyone to see me in the daylight. I killed... I. I killed at the wedding. I'm gonna just leave. I'm gonna leave on a high note. Wow. When you come in the next morning and you're just like, ugh. Oh, I love I love brunch. I any kind of brunch. Ugh. Day after brunch, no particular celebration. Everyone's like drinking brunch. mimosas. You're already like puking from the night before, and they like throw well, a mimosa in your a, face. It's very weird as the bride because everyone knows that you got plowed the night before. <laughs> And so you have to like look all your relatives in the eye and they're like, how was it? You know, you're like, okay. Um, yeah, that that's absolute hell. But you uh, still have like a sideways tiara. Yeah. Like the bride always still has like two crusty tendrils. <laughs> oh God, tendrils. <laughs> just like, they're still just like random like little spider legs from the eyelashes. Yes, exactly. Not great. Yeah, not great, not great. I, I but why, what, how many parties is, when is it getting tacky? How many parties am I expected to go to? I mean, expected to go to yeah. whatever works for you. I have zero expectations. If I go to the engagement, my thing is I'll come to the engagement party, bachelorette, if we're real tight, and then the wedding. I didn't have an engagement party and I didn't have a bridal shower. I kind of feel like bachelorette is the only one but I give a shit about. What is the difference with, between the bridal shower and the fucking bridal registry? Shower, it's the same thing. Bridal shower is like fake dignified, whereas bachelorette is like honest. Uh... Like, but what is the registry? Why am I getting you a present at the fucking bridal shower and then I'm also getting you something from the registry? Can I just give you a gift certificate to your registry? I, I don't even How know. How many gifts do you I fucking need? I honestly don't even know. Yeah. Because I didn't do that. And also, I've always been confused by that. I always just gave one gift, but maybe I'm an asshole. I have a friend who uh, uh, got made us uh, do a registry from a bunch of stuff at like some fancy place like Neiman Marcus or something. Mm -hmm. And she returned it all and got a bed. <laughs> My thing is, if I get you a present on your registry, I better see it when I come over. Oh, sure. The platter better be used. It better be out. The vase better be out. Yeah. If I get you something on the registry and I go to your house and you've sold it or given it away or it's in a fucking drawer, you're going to get an earful. Do you really, like, look? To be yes. Like, where, yeah. Okay. If I spent 20 fucking, what, $200 yeah. on a gravy boat, you better be serving me. Gravy. Gravy yeah, in the boat. In the boat. Because I want to prove, I want you to know I got it for you. Right. And when I come over, I expect to You're see like, my work. Bitch, we're having yes. biscuits. Yes. I like to I like to see. I don't care I, if you have a gluten allergy. Put them out and we're going to gravy them. My, the numbers of strings that are attached to the gifts I give. Yeah, I need to know you're That's using it. I need hilarious. to know you're liking it. Oh, because God. It's, uh, we're buying shit for your kitchen. You well, know what I'm saying? That's the part. Yeah. That... It is a little weird because because then i do the math where i'm like this was like a two hundred thousand dollar wedding why the fuck am i buying you a gravy but you it's you're doing like, fine it feels like you can afford this you guys are solid yeah, yeah. i feel like you're i feel like you should be giving us <laughs> yeah give gifts. us the fucking gravy boat yeah like when you yeah. go to a really expensive wedding that has a really expensive registry i think it's tacky it is i also am a little bit where do you stand on uh in lieu of gifts please make a donation 
I'm, I don't, I mean, there's so, honestly, there's so many things I'm wrong. I'm not with it. You don't get to decide where process. I donate. All of it is so flawed. What and if I don't so want to give kids, I don't need kids to be able to read. Right. Like maybe that's not what I want. Read Across America. I don't want to donate to that. <laughs> what if I don't want to donate to that? There's other causes that I care about more. And some of these charities are fucking scams. Well, sometimes they do say yes. And sometimes they do say, like, make a donation at a charity of your choice. I but, have but, seen but, that. No, no, but, but if if you say that, okay. you then are not allowed to, and this has happened to me, go, hey, we see that you haven't donated Wait, yet. Wait, who the fuck? It's happened. Oh, my God. I just got chills it's happened. for how much I hate yes, that. Yes, because you have a year to they buy it. They followed up? Oh, yeah. Followed up Who? with me. That, wait, the like their assistant the or something. Oh, okay, still. We see you haven't donated yet. And I was like, yeah, okay. That you're is not rec- so horrifying. Wild. Wild. Um, I would cut them off. Yeah. Oh, I, I did. Oh, oh, I'd be I so done. I have lost many friends well, of them going, they needed to go. going insane at their wedding. They needed to go. That's really wild to like d- just check up and be like, hey, <sighs> Max, where did you where did you spend your money? Max amount of money you a bride can expect their bridesmaid to spend on a dress. When is it too far? I have a friend who was um, asked to buy specific Prada shoes that were like seven hundred and fifty dollars. Psychopath. She it's a psychopath. had to tell her like I can't do that. And then the bride used it against her and said, "But I flew you to St. Bart for the Bachelorette." And she's oh, like, is this, does this bride have an opening for a new I friend? Know, right? I will buy those Prada I shoes know, right now. I know. Yeah, but my friend was like, okay, thank you for that. But also, I can't spend $750. No on one can shoes. or should. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I like it when brides, uh, for bridesmaids, do, I don't care what your dress is, just all green or everyone, mm. like in different shades of green I used or to, red or whatever. Okay. Uh, that used to be what I thought I wanted. Yeah. But then you realize you're actually putting the onus on them to figure it out. So mm. there is a freedom uh. in saying this is the dress. And yes, it's a bridesmaid's and dress. And yes, you're never going to wear it again. be flattered in it, but whatever. If, if that. <laughs> it's always like quite dumpy and in a jewel tone nobody needs to wear. Never. But like what mahogany. It's not like- to do a plug, but there is this, there's probably a couple companies like this, but there's one called Azazi and it's just like affordable. It's, a bunch of different types of dresses in every color under the sun. And I just appreciate that they're like, we know that this sucks for the bridesmaids. We're going to make it as easy for you as possible. A friend of mine, uh, uh, Joanna August, she makes these bridesmaids dresses and like they're like, um, I'm trying to think of how to say it. They've got like straps where you can, everyone can look different. It's almost like a Grecian gown. Yes, I know. I've seen that It comes in the color so everyone can kind of like do what works for their body type. Right. You know? That's kind of like a Zazie also. It is like they can customize it and then you can wear it after the the freaking wedding at some point. See, I I do not subscribe to you're going to wear it again. I just, right up top. You just take the dick in the, You're going to have to, yeah, take the dick in the butt. (laughs) I was going to say mouth, but. Okay, yeah. Take the dick in the mouth (laughs) or the butt. You're you're single again. You're out there. So Feeling frisky, you guys. You have a rude awakening. Um, Uh, let me know if you need to know what you're in for um get ready to use a lot of gifts and take it to the butt um uh destination wedding how far is too far to expect your friends to travel because my thing is if you're gonna have a destination wedding in fucking morocco only the weirdos are gonna show up not the people with jobs or people with kids like your friends you have to be ready for only the weirdos on your list to show up oh see i feel like if you do a destination wedding there is sort of a subtext there of we don't really want a lot of people to come and i think that has to be a choice that you're comfortable with right 
And I think it's kind of a beautiful thing. Like well, I like the idea of like weeding out as many people as possible and huh. just being like close people in my life hope you can come yeah. to Tulum or whatever it is. Yeah. But if you can't, that's okay too. Right. I think a lot of this stuff too is indicative of how strong your relationship is. Mm. Because if you really are like psyched and in love and like this is taking things to another level for yeah. us and we're so just like enveloped in each other, yeah. you're really not going to give a shit if anyone, one person can't make it. Because it really, I think it's actually a great test of how strong your relationship is. See, I'm an asshole. I'm like, I need everyone to come to the wedding because I don't want to have to tell you how it was. Okay. Like, well, Whitney, you should have been, I don't know. That's I, a, I don't have that's time a, to that, catch that you up. That is not a on, reason I so would. So how was the wedding? It's like, I don't, just watch the, look at my Instagram. I don't know. Like, I don't want to have to recap the whole thing. But you wouldn't. You would just, like, post a few things and people would be like, oh, cool, it looked yeah. great. But I, I, I do like that a friend of mine got married in Italy in a place called Ravello. Oh, beautiful. Oh, oh scourge. I mean, I had altitude sickness when they puked the entire time. But it was beautiful. I think that I really liked what, what she did, which she did it on Labor Day and told us literally two years in advance. She oh. was like, save the date. Beautiful. And we all turned it into, like, a trip. It's yeah, a bunch I, of work. I love it two years in advance. That's hard to pull off. Well, she off. said save the date. Yeah. Like this, la not this right. Labor Day, next Labor Day. Right, right. And uh, so everyone was able to like plan a vacation around it. Right. And uh, people like, went to Florence first and then came down sure. or went to Florence. No one's going to be pissed to go to Ravello. Yeah, it's totally. Stunning. But it was like, it was not just I'm flying out yes, for two days and spending all this money. Right. Ridiculous. And, uh, and that was like super cool. Like yeah, I, I love thought. that. Well, that's I think for a destination wedding where you have a like a, a decent number of guests, I think that's kind of the that sounds like the most considerate way to pull that off. And then also, what's the what's the what is the proper etiquette of can you bring a guest? Like the no bling, no bring thing. I'm sort of on that, but also I'm very anti singles table. If you put me at the fucking singles, yeah. the children's table, it is so like when there's just a table full of single people. Put us with the people that have figured it out, that have friends that are single, that you could set me up with. Don't put me with all the pigs. If you can swing it financially, yeah, I think it means if you can swing it, if you can allow someone to bring whoever they want, yeah. whether it's a romantic they're, partner or a friend. But they're just not allowed in the photos in some BB fucking miniskirt if you bring some whore. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, they, I don't want to go through my wedding photos and, like, be like, who is this random whore? Like, you know, oh, see? she shouldn't be in all the photos. Like, whoever, the day you do bring, just make sure they know their place. <laughs> That's all. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, they can't be in the pictures. It, on our show, I bring a different friend to every wedding I go to, That's and funny. I call them my plus one, and I'm like, this really is me living out of fantasy, because there have been so many weddings I've been invited to, I didn't get a plus one. Or I did, but I didn't really, like, want to bring, like, a dude I was dating. I just wanted to bring, like, a good friend. A friend? Oh, going with friends is the most blast. fun. And it's, like, not customary. So, yeah. yeah, I was like, I have to sort of, like take back the plus one on my show. But it is, I, I, I would imagine if it's like expensive, I totally get it. Of course, that's why, yeah, But I've definitely seen factor. some like ratchet plus ones roll into weddings and I'm like, ooh, yeah. like, uh-oh. I mean, you're, you're, This you're, person's ruining all the photos. There is a risk for sure, mm -hmm. but I definitely think like if you're comfortable doing it, it is it is a great way to go for your guests. It's very considerate, I think. It doesn't even mean they're gonna take you up on it. It's just like nice to give them that freedom. I'm, okay, so here, here's another thing. How, okay, I'm gonna ask you a couple, like I'm gonna do like a speed round okay. of like wedding etiquette questions that okay. I do not know the fucking answer with. Um, what the fuck when, brides you're not supposed to wear white to a wedding but brides sometimes don't only wear white now it's very in vogue to wear other colors and yeah, this was the pilot of the Whitney show by the way sure. where um uh 
uh, I showed up to a wedding and I was wearing like butter yellow. Yeah, I remember. And then yeah. this fucking bride had a butter yellow Vera Wang, and I was just like, no. No, 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 the, you didn't follow the fucking rules. I followed the rules. I didn't wear white. If you're, the bride's not going to wear white, you need to send out like an email or a I think e-vite. butter yellow is totally fair game. You only get one color that you get to, to like take over. And it I even sucked because she it. had like beautiful darker skin. I looked like I was sick and had scurvy, but you know, it was. My friend had a red wedding dress and plenty of people were wearing red at her wedding. And there was no part of me that was like, you're trying to upstage her. I'm like. No, like the bride stands out. No, I'm She's bleeding. In a fucking wedding dress. Yeah. <laughs> but also, what um, uh, you know what I love? A friend of mine had an all white wedding, mm. and I loved it. It was so beautiful. I mean, it kind of looked like a weird Scientology yeah, convention. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, it's it looked a little, little, little culty. Little, <laughs> little, little culty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a um, and then like we went Mary, into the river, Martha, and they blessed Magdalene us. And, yeah. and then we all had to fuck each was. other. Um, yeah. But there was something so clean and beautiful about it because. You know, people, you know. Did they serve red wine? No. Yeah. No. Oh, I don't know. That's a really good clear. question. Yeah, there was no salsa. There was no, yeah, 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 sketchy foods. Right. But there was something so beautiful about it that everyone was like, knew what to wear. And it was like, you could be in sweatpants, you could be in a gown. Yeah, it's kind of fun. I like that. Everyone, and everyone's version of what, it was just like cool. Yeah. Like all the photos are so cool. Like, I don't know. I yeah, just, I was into that. Yeah. I was very into that. Um, maximum number of bridesmaids you can have and do the number of groomsmen have to match the number of bridesmaids because grooms by the time they I feel like get engaged they've lost half their friends so I feel like grooms normally don't have enough friends oh see I had the opposite I feel like yeah so many friends from childhood all of them like wanting to all grow up together same same posse oh no but um I don't think it matters at all I also don't think you need an even number um, I think I had seven bridesmaids, and I was really stressed. I was like, maybe I should have eight. Do you or six. choose who walks down the aisle with who, the bridesmaids and the groom? No, wedding coordinator did that stuff. Oh, but a lot of this stuff I'm realizing, like, it just—it's so interesting. Like, you would think that after having a wedding, I would be more like invested in the way to do things, but mm-hmm. it's actually very much the opposite for me. I'm like, I wouldn't say disillusioned, but like definitely. I'm just very like do whatever you want to do and Mm -hmm. like really make sure you're doing that and you're not failing like there's like the seating chart my thing was like I'm just not doing this people can sit wherever the fuck they want you're adults sit with who you want to sit with I'm not gonna be like you know what I think um Uncle Rick should uh, sit next to Marty because they can talk about cars right when people get in there and like oh and this person just went through a divorce and this person just went through a divorce let's sit them next to each other right and then when they're at the table they're like why did they put us together like what is this formula and what it why am I stuck with these like total betas they always put me next to uh, you you find out how you're perceived by your friend by who they put you with yep but here's the thing. I'm the person that all my friends are like, oh, she can sit with anybody. So right. they always put me with the fucking duds. Duds, yep. Because they're like, she can do anything. Right. She can, make she can any- hold her own. Or, and then you become responsible for, like, making the table fun. Because yeah. no one else is fun at yeah, the Yeah, when table. I'm like, why am I fucking here? Who are all these people? Well, you're, you're, I don't know you're any of these people. playing a very important role Such at that a table. Bummer. You're making that, that the party table. And then um, you're the mascot at the table. Yep. Or they'll put me next to just the loudest, most obnoxious people. Oh. <laughs> they're like, she'll do fine here. <laughs> 
she's in good company. Yeah, right. I'm with like the, the loud uncle and like the she's with her people, the stepmom and like the ex girlfriend. Like I'm always with the like monsters. I'm like, oh fuck, man. One time I was sat at the kids' table and it was outside the venue. Like it was like Stop. it was like it was downtown at the Cicada or something. Okay. It was some place downtown and and there was like the whole wedding and then it was like over a tent and then there was a table and we were outside. Oh we were, my like, they God. wouldn't even like let us in. They were like, oh, we'll just put them back there. The only like main rule I have that I would really try to stick to is I think that when it comes to food, I think mm. quantity is more important than quality. Interesting. Because I think a lot of people at weddings are dealing with like social anxiety or social awkwardness. And I think that we typically want to either A, eat our feelings in those situations, mm -hmm. or we just need something to do so we look yes. busy. Yes. So chasing down a cater waiter, going back to the buffet, mm -hmm. like these are things you do to keep busy also, so you don't look like Also, we've been here since like two alone. and we're fucking yeah. hungry. There's also that. There's, oh, of course. Just because the That's bride's not eating doesn't it. mean we're not eating. Right, but I'm saying like, I think your hunger is almost at like an all-time high, yeah. like special levels I've of been hunger. dancing to Brick House for there the past two hours. Yeah. Oh, I hate that song. I know. I, I have some oh, wedding songs. songs I cannot. Oh my god! Brick that house. Really rough. Like all September, these. September, please. Uh, how does it go? Do you like it? Oh god! That is the mo who, like most annoying wedding. Who is song. that for? Who is that for? Um, is it like what? What do you? How, you can only step touch to that. Also, it hasn't been a rel in the rotation for thirty years. Like we've got update the playlist, and you don't listen to that on your own. That only comes up at weddings. It's like a Made reminder of honor, that you're at a wedding. Speech faux pas. Mm, Have mm. you seen some nasty ones? I think yes. I mean, the main thing is uh, don't. I don't think you should try to make jokes. I think you should try to be really specific. Eh, if I'm your maid of honor. Okay. Well, Whitney. Okay. All right. Well, when I yeah. All right. I mean, you're you. I would here's say you're an anomaly. Could I, what I, here's what I would say. So a civilian, don't feel the pressure because uh, you're gonna go to inevitably. Jamie fucked everyone in Hollywood, but she chose you. Like when when a bridesmaid or a groom yeah. thinks it's funny to say like how many people his homie banged before. Like it's always or ugh. or what'll happen is if someone's nervous, they dip into like you know when you start out in stand up and you were like like you were just like needlessly crass like yeah just, mean or dirty yeah. yeah mean or dirty and anything that they go this that happened oh, sorry go ahead no go ahead. i was just say anything that um if a joke doesn't hit it's either an insult or a lie always right so that same thing happens i think especially like yeah a, a best man for example at a wedding at a rehearsal dinner that i was at mm -hmm. um he was bombing with mm -hmm. his like regular i'm going to use comedy terms with his regular material mm -hmm. so then he went to mm -hmm. mentioning how the groom used to masturbate on the <laughs> bed above him at camp and every just saying the word masturbate like really sucked the air Wrap out of the it room. Up. Really, Wrap it up. and then he was bombing even harder after that. And everyone, I mean, I I was sweating watching bummer. him. It was Such so a when speeches come up, I just cringe. I just brace and like this I get why, so uncomfortable. Oh, the worst is like I think a lot of girls um, do this thing where they oh, God, this is gonna get me in trouble. Let me think of how yes. to say it. Clickbait. Well. Like I've been at, yeah, we're almost like, mm. the thing, okay, so here's the thing. With best man's speeches or like any kind of groom speech, you start to realize like, oh, they actually kind of like really know each other. Mm -hmm. They can like jab at each other. They can roast each other. There's a closeness there. Mm -hmm. There's a trust there. Mm -hmm. But then I've noticed a lot of times women kind of do this like very sort of scaled back, 
measured thing where they'll be like, you know, and uh, Lacey, you know, Lacey and I, we always, uh, we, I love our late nights and, you know, when we get those cupcakes and everyone, like, dies laughing at cupcakes and you're like, what is good? Like, why are we being so, I don't even know how to describe well, we're it. we're also comics. We're also assholes. But it's also, like, it's we're just, just like, like do you know each other? Like, this is the yeah. story is that I, you guys oh, like yeah. to eat together? Yeah, like, yeah, who doesn't yeah, fucking yeah, eat yeah. together? So I don't know. Like, inside jokes are just, like, I don't know. I, my thing is, like, come to fucking kill. I don't, like, or... <laughs> Or just be super sincere. I also, you're making me think, I feel like having your sister be your maid of honor, I understand why people mm-hmm. do sure, it. Sure, sure. But it's so much more fun, I feel like, when it's one of your girlfriends who knows you a little bit differently. But I've also seen a, re- a, a maid of honor speech go down real dark oh, when no. a drunk sister was like, so I'm going to make up the names. Like, Lucy, here she is, getting engaged two no. years after I got engaged. And it it was oh I God. I wild oh, and it was really like yeah I moved to L A she moves to L A I get engaged she gets engaged she's always done everything I do like it was like such a like tense passive aggressive like it was so awkward this kind of happened at my rehearsal dinner um, someone on the groom side of the family got up and um, started with like light tears and then it turned into full blown like sobbing hysterical mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. also made a comment about how lucky I was to be marrying into his family. And it was like, my family kind of got offended at that. They were like, what about yep. our family? Like, we're he's lucky to marry into our family. So she was happy with this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, she, she was with this one for a yeah, really, really yeah, long time yeah. before he came along. Yeah. So yeah, it just got like very sobby and also a little like, kind of elitist yeah 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 so yeah i that was it's that were really these more teams we're getting married yeah exactly we're merging um yeah. okay so i have this thing where i feel like i believe i will have a wedding one day but <laughs> whether there's a groom or not it might be televised and scripted by me and the actor will be cast to pretend he's in love with me and marrying me your thanksgiving meal was wedding adjacent and i loved it you know what i really do did you feel that when you were there i yeah, kind of. Okay. Like, I hope my wedding is as fun as, like, when I'll put on, like, big dinners and stuff. Like, that's my goal. That's why I think, like, that's that should be that should be the pinnacle. Like, it shouldn't go beyond that. And you know why I want to... it's manageable. And you know why I want to get married so bad? Is that I want my friends... <laughs> I have so many awesome friends that I want to hang out with each other. Oh, yeah. It's more that. But I can do that without signing a contract, giving away half my shit. Yeah, I There's think... There's other the, ways to do that. My favorite part of my wedding was just... Everybody I love staying at the same hotel and like mm-hmm. bumping into each other. Yeah. And like there was a night, maybe two nights before our wedding, where everybody was just getting into town and there was no plan. So it was just like, hey, if you've arrived, come meet us at the bar. And we're just going to be like sitting around this fire pit. And everybody showed up and it was just so low pressure. There were no plans. And it was just like, it was the best part of the wedding weekend, I thought, was the lack of organization and just. It, there was something organic about and it. And why did you wear a corset? To... It wasn't a corset. It was a dress that had boning in it, so it just kind of restricts your movements. You were just trying to practice for the bondage that is yeah. marriage. <laughs> like, yeah. why? It is so funny because, like, every girl I know is like, like, I'm getting married. It's no big deal. And then they get a dress that's, like, physically mm-hmm. painful and, like, punishing. It, turns like, you into a you statue don't, you don't need to get tetanus on your wedding day like just well, can we loosen it up why why, why does know. everyone just have to be so tight and, and 
negative. I mean, I do love the boob lift element, but yeah, I mean, the way. So what, to show your tits off to your family? Yeah. It's weird when people have super sexy wedding dresses. I'm like, aren't your parents here? I mean, yours probably was like. It was It was tasteful hot. Yeah. It wasn't like, there weren't like Some of these wedding dresses where I'm like, skin. dude, you need to put some pants on. Your grandfather rolled in from Palm Springs for this. <laughs> Why are you trying to look hot on your wedding? You're never, like, you never get to flirt again. Like yeah, that, this that's is a, it. that is I, I do agree with that. But, but I guess also, you want your pictures to be. It's just all the pictures. You want it to be up just to remind your man. Yeah. I also lost so much weight. It was so yeah. bad. But what I didn't try. I was just so stressed, stressed out that I stopped eating. Mm. I would have like three bites of pad thai and be like, I'm good. I've it never had healthy. that in my life where stress stopped me from food. Okay. I know I've talked a lot about my body hair on this podcast. I know I talked a lot about my lover and his body and his body hair. Here's the thing with guys, you can't push something on them because mm -hmm. then they'll just dig in their heels more. Like they will never trust you that their stubble scratches your chin oh, yeah, or that their balls that. stink. I'm like, you, cause you don't smell them. Right, you're not close enough God to them. God made it so that you could not put your face in that area because we all know. You would well, never. We would never procreate. <laughs> so I like eased him into it. You gotta like, you gotta go like, I love you, but oh my God, like I just discovered these things. They're called- but we don't, they don't even know what it is yet. Manscaped, oh, well, okay. Talking about <laughs> Manscaped. We've talked about this before. You guys know where I'm going with this. From the originators of the electric ball hair trimmer, they now have the razor and set for men to get your trim, get you all trimmed from front to back. Ladies, Ooh. you can finally have your razor back. That's the other thing when guys, oh. you know when guys use your razor oh, and it, you come in and it's just like covered in Irish spring and you're like, what did oh. you do? Like, how did you, how do you shave? Ooh, Irish spring smells so good. It does not. You were traumatized. Sometimes I use we it and then smell myself and think, cute boy. <laughs> Oh my God, Emily, that was oddly, oddly the darkest. By the way, no man under 50 uses that. Dad. Cute man. <laughs> Daddy. Daddy. Oh God. This is so dark. Um, okay, Manscaped. It is this new product. It's an ultra smooth package. It's a three-step kit, okay, to make his package the perfect package. Step one is the crop exfoliator. You gotta exfoliate. There's dead skin down there. There's funk. There's like... <gasps> I, I don't I don't want to say I don't want to trigger people, but there's it's it's musty down there. Oh. It sometimes smells like wharf. So you got you have to exfoliate. OK, soothes, clear, keep the skin around the groin feeling refreshed, reduce the risk of ingrown hairs in delicate mm -hmm. places, which a girl might think is herpes and not. That's a no, no, not close the no. deal. Yeah. So this is an, a positive investment mm -hmm. in your future self. Then there's the tep, step two, with this, which is the crop gel. Mm -hmm. This is uh, see where you're shaving with your own unique clear shaving gel. Smart. Just for the groin. Ooh. Four essential oils. It's like a spa treatment every time you shave. And it smells nice. Very nice. I will go down on you if you smell like eucalyptus and lavender only. That's all she needs. Step three, time to shave. Crop Shaver was designed to shave the groin area with confidence. Three precision blades. You're not going to cut your balls. You're not going to be hemorrhaging. You're, in a dick, you're not going to shave half your dick off or whatever mm -hmm. fear you have about all this. Mm -hmm. um, uh, get shave. them out because the, there's crevices. Because even when guys try to, try to save, shave, you go down there and like, yeah. you missed a hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a, a lot of folds. There's a landing strip like on the side yeah. of your yeah. balls. Uh -huh. Like it's a, you missed a spot, a big yeah. spot. Oh, well, I never look. I'm just, my eyes are always sealed shut, but I'm, I've heard. <laughs> by what? My own. Come? <laughs> 
Was that no, a- my own choice. Oh, you sealed shut by your hand? <laughs> no. When you get blowjobs? I've never looked. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you look? You have to look in the eyes. No, you While for, you're doing you're it. you're crying. Sasha How can Gray you look at someone while you're crying? Wait. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> All right. Go to manscaped.com slash Whitney to get 20% off. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com slash Whitney. Smooth it out, fellas, with Manscaped. She will thank you or he will. I mean. Yeah. That's, yes. Yeah. Guys have to lick balls, too. So we just talked about how to get your balls in order and yeah. get them presentable to society and uh, to stop uh, making your girlfriend think she's like licking a baby elephant, which we don't ride over here, by the way. Blue Chew. Blue Chew. What's the point of having the balls all clean and shaved? If, if you can't. Dick, if you can't get it up. And Emily and I, with our personalities, know what it's like to watch a man not be able to get it up. Blue Chew. Online prescription service, no visits to the doctor's That's office, the uh, uh, no awkward conversations. Don't even have to say it out loud. Uh, no waiting in line at the pharmacy, yep. which is a major. No one's going to get on the speaker and be like, we need more blue tube <laughs> ships right to your door. <laughs> we need more dick medicine. <laughs> Licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. So you're not just mm-hmm. ordering. I mean, I used to date guys that would order like Propecia online from like Reddit and Canada. Mm-hmm. It's Russia, like, yeah. don't order your stuff from right. sketchy. Get a licensed medical provider. Yeah, don't get it from a .NET. Don't like swallowing? Me neither. No problems here. It's chewable. <laughs> oh, you guys don't like swallowing. <laughs> okay. Blue chew. Don't like swallowing pills. You love swallowing pills. <laughs> All you do is take pills. It's gets semen that you have a problem with. Uh, Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA. And as they prepare and ship direct, it's cheaper than a pharmacy. Honestly, let's put Blue Chew to the test. I'm going to make my boyfriend listen to us doing this ad right after taking a Blue Chew. Well, I'm in it, so he's obviously going to be excited. <laughs> he does love you. It's weird. Okay, can you read the green and not a shrill way? Okay, we say that. Okay, I'm just saying so we don't lose any make pe- more people think they have ED than do. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code Whitney at checkout. Just pay five dollars shipping. That's bluechew.com promo code Whitney to receive your first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. That's a whole month of sexin for free you're like who has sex more than once a month month (laughs) my god whore okay so my deal is i do not contra i know i look gorgeous you do in this uh sort of weird mormon stiff lace mormon cum stained uh uh gown it's like um yeah it's like mormon what's the princess from mario brothers uh peach Princess Peach. Peach. It's Mormon Princess Peach. Is that what's happening? It's also, it doesn't zip in the back properly because it was made for like a child with scoliosis. So (laughs) I can't really get this on, but I want a wedding dress that is not white. Mm -hmm. And every time I like go for that, people don't like it. They're not happy about it. I brought some wedding dresses that I would like. And I want to see if you think it's a good idea. Okay. And Benton is going to weigh in also. Okay. So mm-hmm. I picked some dresses. Some of these were pulled from when I was engaged okay. a couple of years ago. I added a couple more. These are going on my wedding vision board. Number one. And just, I I like a pop of color. Mm-hmm. I want to be that fun bride. All right. Number one. Boom. This is a extravaganza of 
long sleeve tulle with a bunch of flowers on it mm-hmm. all over it, and I think it is beautiful. Right. And if you don't like it, you're a psychopath. She looks like a uh, like a memorial. You know, people lay flowers on graves. To mm-hmm. beautiful brides. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> like <laughs> when when someone um dies in a car accident. And they just they keep laying flowers in flowers. one spot. <laughs> On the side of the freeway. Yeah, <laughs> she's clearly by an ocean. Um, so that it, it, so this doesn't feel weddingy. It feels it feels like a like a garden party. Like you're having a baby shower. Mm. What? It feels like that's what I feel like. If someone Kate showed up to this, to a, a baby shower. If someone showed up in this to a baby shower, I would call the police. It's no, it would be their baby shower. Oh, okay, that would be crazy. I'm kind of into it. It's kind of like. Claude Monet, but make it fashion. Yeah, kind of, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's cute. I think, you know who could wear this? Ginny. Jennifer Goodwin could really pull this off. That's this would a, be a fun Nashville her. wedding dress. Ooh. With like, no? With boots? Okay, this is a long white sleek dress with ombre pink on the bottom creeping up to the mid-calf. A little little surprise of color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you, tech- th- oh, you thought my dress was white. No, 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 no. There's a little pop no, of color No, I'm back. a techno tampon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little playtex chic. It looks a little tampony. It looks like someone got bored dying an Easter egg and was like, well, good enough. <laughs> Just gave up halfway through. Okay, this one, okay, I like this for a couple of reasons. It's got an ice blue tool bottom and a very simple white top. I like it. Business on the top, party on the bottom. Business on the top, frozen on the bottom. It's, it's very frozen Elsa. on the top also. It's, it's up, yeah, it's, it is a little Elsa from Frozen. Frozen. Yeah. It is a little t- too Disney princess. It just reminds me of like the way they used to dress like Jessica Simpson them back in the day. Oh my God, for, that like, is so for, like, true. For, like music video cover, like the cover of their album. This <sighs> is this is, this is is Carrie Underwood. She's about to break That's into... Ra- oh God, it's so true. Okay, you were in that. This one is a flesh... Co- I'm really into flesh color wedding dresses. Me I too. don't know why I am so desperate to look um, like I have scurvy on my wedding day. Uh, but I think it really would bring out the veins in my neck. She looks like a Band-Aid, like an ethereal Band-Aid. She looks like she she, looks like she came off a fairy's knee and glided into the wedding. See, my mind goes to like a gorgeous paper bag to cover up your alcohol. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a gorgeous dress. I mean, I will have my flask it just between my tits. It's so. wedding to me. This feels like a costume. I, lo- I You know what I love? I love that the top and the bottom are like different. It's like a Franken dress. It's like they don't belong together, and I kind of like the chaos of it. Mm. West you know? Hollywood. I mean, they're like, oh, Whitney lost her mind. She got married and bought this fucking dress. Um, mm. uh, okay, this, forget the neck part, because this has a big it has a Yeah, it, neck. It, it has a separate dress Which for is the, the most interesting part of the dress. I know, but I'd be too tempted to hang myself. So I, I think you can see the nipples through this one. You can oh, hang yourself yes. on that big red cord? Yes. I mean, you, you know that red cord. It's kind of like you might you know, find your second husband at your first wedding. Wait, you know, in, in horror movies or stories when like they have the ribbon around their neck and like if you untie it, the head falls off. I kind of feel like that's what's going on with this belt. Like if you were to take off that ribbon, like her torso <laughs> or would just fall the off. tube that feeds babies in the womb, bury that. <laughs> I li- I just like this color. It's like a new, like a um, flesh, like a beigey flesh. It looks like dirty dishwater. Okay, all right, that's a pass. This. Is 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 the same color, but a pop of purple tool underneath. What? We're fun. We're a fun couple. We might be swingers. We might cheat on each other, but we have fun. We drink whiskey during the day. I like this because it looks like she's made of smoke. And if I was at a wedding, I would also want to disappear. <laughs> but the top is very like Skims. It is like a Skims. Yeah, Kim Kardashian might sue me. But yeah, it's not a yeah. good sign if my the dress choice I like looks like it also a looks sports huge. bra. It also looks like all your guests spilled wine and you just walk through it. I like it. 
Yeah, I'm it does it. kind of look like you mopped something up with your Yeah, skirt. you're like, I'll get it, that red wine, yeah. I'm gonna get it. <laughs> Just shimmy on over there. I'm a Swiffer, Taylor Swiffer. I do, I don't, white, I would be worried the entire time that it was gonna get like salsa on it or like some shit on it. Why like, are you having salsa at all your weddings? I guess salsa's delicious and I will also have shakshuka in my wedding. I will have mm. red wine, I will have lots. I'm coming to your wedding. I will have uh, ketchup, there will be a hot dog truck, there's gonna be a lot of red. It's just a tomato-based wedding. Yes, there's gonna be a lot, there's it's gonna be pizza. sponsored by Campbell's. Yes, <laughs> there will be pizza truck. I just pizza rolls barbecue sauce red sauces are a big part of my life and they will be at my okay wedding. can someone write that down as a quote <laughs> red a, sauces a fun big detail. part of my life they are think about it pizza ketchup barbecue sauce salsa four of my favorite things blood up there if you don't have covid okay this is I, you're gonna hate this I know you're gonna hate this this is a column dress that gets super mermaidy at the bottom it's a mermaid gown but I like it because you can you'll you shimmy you shimmy down the it aisle. Looks like she's and standing on a pile of oysters. I've seen, have you ever seen a girl? Have you ever seen a girl fall? I have Many seen, times. I've seen a bride fall, Ooh, uh, trip I've over her dress. Oh, it's bride. I've tripped a bride. It's brutal. You ever done makeup for weddings? I've tripped a lot of brides. It's, it's brutal. Watch. It. I feel like I would never fall in this because you have to walk. Oh, so slow. and just that orchestra of everyone being like, <gasps> oh, it's the like worst. All of the oh, gas. it's the worst. Just, it's the worst. It's oh, a nightmare. Floating through it's, the venue. It, yeah. Would it be great if you fall and then you just keep rolling, like just roll and roll and roll all the way down the aisle, <laughs> I would like just, a little burrito? I would just get up and leave. I'd be like, all right, we're done here. Like we'll try again oh, next not week. Me. I would, like I, I'm I would playing grab, another one. I would grab the back of the carpet, roll it up with me. <laughs> like, like in room. Yeah. By the time I got to the front, I had to tilt me up and be like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> trying to sneak the kid out of the room. No, I would fall and I'd be like, did you get it? You better have kept rolling. This is gorgeous. This okay, is a this black is... wedding dress with a opening mm -hmm. in this the is vaginal. front. This is a pussy dress. This is the blackest pubes and then it just goes into a full-blown opening. I don't have it, pubes, it looks so like that's mold. just a bruise. It looks, this looks like mold. Okay. And I really like that, but this is for someone else. This okay. is for like Ruby Rose. This is for Kat Von D. You're this is I'm for. Cool? I'm saying you're not this cool. They're this kind of cool. They're a different kind of cool. Next. Mm -hmm. This, t Benton knows about this dress. I, I love hate this dress. it so much. I have been showing it to people for the past four years because this was my number one pick when I was engaged. It is a Victor and Rolf gown that I, I love mocking femininity or like cartoon femininity. And this has like <laughs> six like cartoon bows on the back. Different that types of bows. I love it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And if you can't make your mind, I like, I don't know which bow I want. I it's kind of like them. a spine made out of it bows. looks like a straight jacket it looks like this looks like what this looks like if they said all right guys okay, we have to well, finish we have to finish our wedding collection what should we do and like well we have these bows it this should be this a, dress. a straight jacket i love it it's bellevue chic oh, i used to have some joke that was like um uh your uh, i mean there's a reason they call it an institution oh yeah i had some joke something about that so have it wear a straight jacket at your wedding let everyone know it just looks like they didn't try that hard it just looks like they, they were like they're running out of time they hot glued these bows in the back of this dress but it again, does if look the, hot glued, I'll, I'll give it that. Okay. If the true. bows are like a different texture, if they're if they're like faux leather, if they're if they're velvet, if there's something else, I can that's bedazzle cool. them. Okay, I am mm. almost. I have my whole life thought that I was going to wear pants to my wedding. Ever since I saw Celine Dion in that backwards white suit at the Grammys, whatever that was, 15 years ago, I was like, that's what I'm doing at my wedding. I just want to make sure I emasculate yeah, my cool. groom day one. I liked what she wore. I like this too, but I want a jacket over it because this just feels like, oh. This is a good pant, like a onesie <laughs> pantsuit. This is a lamp. She's a lamp. She has a lampshade on. She's, Forget the hat. She's in, she's in disguise. She Forget the hat. Why like can I look at She was ready shoved for up someone's skirt. This looks like they're looking for her, and she's in the bridal room. Like I'm a, I'm a yeah, lamp. I'm a lamp. I'm a lamp. You can't find me. 
Ooh, no. They're like, where is she being? Where is Stacy? She <laughs> is ready for COVID is what she's ready for. She's just holding a light bulb in her mouth like, mm. uh, Okay, this pantsuit I have had in my save folder for a very long time. Benton, please describe it to us. Um, This, would, what, this is what you would wear if you were going for Halloween as Madonna. It's a white pantsuit with gold harder. chains. It's, yeah, it's very um, Britney Spears Madonna music video. It's very like I own 13% of this company because the rest I spent on this suit. <laughs> it does look really expensive. For no reason. It, does. It's so expensive. it has hot glued chains on it of two different colors. I mean, why is that? Of uh, you? It's just stupid. Okay. All right. This is really upsetting you. Let's move on. Yeah. Benton's triggered, you guys. I'm not sure why, but. Because okay, this, this is cool. Is a this lace. Is then a, a lace La of it this is kind of western to me i like it, that. that's what i like about it it's like boots uh bell bottoms and the way that they make yeah. this uh the hips go out it, in a kind of cartoonish i would way. want a, an actual boot and i would want more of a bell bottom that would really that would be it to me because the top to me should be smaller and the pants should be bigger Dude, this is like like fucking bitch. This is like almost famous vibes. my prenup is not a joke mm -hmm. i mean if you are go walking down the aisle in this your dude is like this is, I have a wedding, but I have to get back to the ranch in 30. <laughs> <laughs> We're birthing a calf soon. That's exactly what it is. That's my shit, dude. And I love, like, just, like, a messy bun with it. Like, yeah, this whole look is really Like, this wedding better fucking me. move. This yeah. better move. I've got shit to do. This is going to be an efficient-ass wedding. I'm obsessed. Sorry, guys. I'm eating. Oh, are we done? That's it. That's it. That was it? Oh, okay. So, did we pick a wedding dress for me for my fake wedding in my head? I would pick trying again. Is there a do-over? With I mean, I will I will have multiple weddings. Yes, I I feel like we can get. This I one do a think shot. that you should wear pants. I think that's very cool. I think you should wear pants. I like I like a flesh tone. I like that western theme. I think you should take these ideas and then have someone design you something. I something. also think you should just have multiple costume changes. I wouldn't put costumes. That past you. Did you hear that? Wigs. Yeah. I think you should have different looks. Why limit yourself? I will wear full like Halloween costumes. I think you should wear a two-piece horse suit. I'll do that. Well, with someone else standing Someone's behind. In the back. Yeah. I'll, be the, totally I'll be the ass. That. And then, we'll ride, and then you can ride on You have an incredible bicycle. ass. <laughs> do I? You have, Jamie, we talk about it Time's all up. the time. Wait, are you Time's being up. serious? Your ass is phenomenal. Wait, that's the best news I've ever heard. Are you kidding? Stand up. You don't have Instagram? No I'll stand up. You? We'll both stand up. Okay, but, okay. Stand up. Look at her butt. Look at, look at her butt. Am I allowed to do this? Yes, I am. Well, Look how great her butt where is. Where do I go? Not according to around. Time Magazine. Yes, you are. Why not? Look at her butt. Wait, okay. Look, it's fucking wild. What? Stand on your tippy toes. Yes! But hold on. Yes! Look how incredible. <laughs> your ass is wild, dude. Oh, see, you I nailed wish it. that butts had been popular during my formative years okay. because I've just spent my entire life being like, please get rid of it. Oh, your butt... I would pay no, good money for that, but many people are paying good money for that. I, I, I've got boobs like an idiot, and boobs are no longer, guys don't even like that shit anymore. It's all about butts. <sighs> well, this that really just made my day. Good. <laughs> it's like, uh, we talk about it all the time. What? Yes, oh my God. We what? sexually harass you constantly. <sighs> Objectify you, like. That is the sweetest thing anyone's ever oh, said Oh, and you know what we did, we haven't talked about? Are we friends? We have not even opened the podcast. We haven't even. Oh, we knew the answer. No, we don't. People don't know if we're friends. I'm not even sure if we're friends. Um, I feel like during COVID we became more friends, but I like really want to like legit be your friend because I think you're so delightful. I love you, but but what what I didn't really know you. I know. 
we like you ran into York. each other. I was in New York. And then we ran into each other. In general, I for my whole kind of life have been kind of scared of New York comics. Really? I, I feel like they look down on LA. This was a, a projection. Wow, sure, sure, we sure. feel like like we're corny, we're uh, you know, like that our venues aren't as cool, whatever. I feel like New York comics are kind of like, I was just intimidated by them. Oh, you feel like a New York comic to me. You feel oh. like a New York comic who just like was smart and like came to LA early and found success while the rest of us were just like hitting up open mics. Thank so you. So there's that. Yeah, Thank also you. you're friends with Phoebe Robinson. She's like one of my oldest Ugh. and dearest. That's kind of how and I feel her. like no, we connected we met over that fucking L thing. That we met the L thing. We met That's right. L, like, L women and women it was in comedy me, issue. You, Tiffany Haddish, Krista Alonzo. Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. It was for her L cover. Yes, uh, that's right. It was right. such a good time. Yes. And we met, and I, I like didn't really know what to do with you. Were you there? No. Oh, okay. Okay. I was like, wait. <laughs> um, did I not meet you? Uh, and then- uh, uh the lampshade. We kind of, uh, like, I don't know. Like, we didn't get a time to bond, and I have this thing where- if I meet a female comic and we don't get so close right away, I'm like, I guess we're just not friends. Oh, like, I was just like, why well, didn't that? No, it's just well, we my that, thing. Remember after there was I that dinner? I feel like dinner? we should be best friends instantly. It's so unhealthy. Oh, no. See, I, yeah. I have that too, though, a little bit. Yeah, but I I'm like, so we're like, not going to be besties? Okay, but I remember the, the few minutes that we did get to talk at that thing, because we were pulled in a million directions, and then there was that, like, dinner afterwards with that really long-ass table. very weird. And I know we didn't get to sit near each other, and yeah, I just, I remember being like, oh, I hope we, like, get to hang more. And it was- Because in that very quick moment, I was like, ooh, yeah, this feels like a person I would Yeah, like, we should to. be friends. Yeah, and definitely. Then it, yeah, and then uh, during COVID, we kind of, like, got to know, I got to, like, yeah. know you. Yeah. Because you are, like, there. you are- like successful and beautiful and and I it, there it is a little thing where it's like are we gonna be friends are we are oh we gonna fight each other God. do we have to kill each other like there is that comes <laughs> up it's real it's fucking real it's like primordial I, mean, I think I not used just in to, our job I think I used when I first started stand up I had that so bad like there were comedians where I was like they're like gorgeous and hilarious like I cannot compete but there's only one woman I line up much less we we're know. the same like we're the know, same box to check but I don't think that way it's me or you I know but it's just like it's like a primordial thing that's like oh I guess it's me or her but then isn't it so nice to kind of like grow up and grow out of that thinking more like you start to just be like, who yes. fucking cares? Yes. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? Let's all just like hang out. And also, that's just so um, uh, such an obsolete way of thinking because now it's just like there's so you can get success without just going on stage and you know getting yeah. stage time. Like there's other ways to right. get you attention. You can't like and, yeah. You kind of can't like cheat the system. Like or you actually can cheat the system. You yeah. Can do, you can have so many avenues. So why feel and when one person does well, people. it actually helps everyone. You know. Absolutely. But yeah. you also, I didn't meet you when I did crashing. Yeah, that's right. Because I wasn't in New York that summer they were filming. That was the first season of Crashing. Yeah, okay. I think. Yes, because you oh, were on that actually, show. Actually, maybe no. Sorry, that was the second season of Crashing, but I wasn't in that episode, so right. I wasn't. I right. just wasn't around when you were filming. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 So I didn't get to meet you for yeah. that. Yeah. Look at us. But you were great in that show. That was a great. I love that. Episode. Really, I never saw it. Oh, I love it. It's so funny. Because Henry Zabrowski huh? is in it. I also love that episode. He I... is so funny. Yeah, it's a great episode. It's one of my favorite ones. I, yeah, I don't really, I, I remember because you guys shot on film. Yeah. I was very stressed out by that. Be sure. Wait, why? why are you choking yourself? Because why are you choking I'm yourself? It's coming. <laughs> um, I'm talking about a TV appearance. This has I'm been, on. This has been very fun. Wait. You're very fun. Thank you. And you're very lovely. Thank you. And we love to end you're these lovely. on a really sweet note. I'm a sweet boy. We like to have a sweet note ending mm -hmm. here. And we just want to know who you would like to physically fight and then publicly cancel. <laughs> We'll, we'll bleep it. Okay. 
Oh, oh wait. Well, oh, what's oh, a, you, oh, it could be anyone. Yeah, I've okay. never heard Benton ask this question. Yeah, I'm I'm, 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 this is all fake. Do, do you okay. have an answer? Why, Benton, you answer first, and then she'll answer. Oh, I don't have one. I just wanted to make that uncomfortable. I thought it would be a fun clip. I thought it would be a fun, oh oh I thought be a fun clip where you oh. answer and we just bleep oh it, and then God, no one really knows. Oh, my God, that's so funny. What? Oh, stop looking at my emails. Oh, oh. my God, I wasn't. Oh, I what do you mean? I truly I wasn't. Stuff. I thought you went, oh, no. my God. And I was like, oh, no. no, no, no. I literally was staring at the corner of that screen. Oh, God. Um, Okay. Better question. Yeah. Do you think Whitney can make it to her show in 20 minutes? I mean, <laughs> if she's up first, you know, I'm up, that yeah, stresses me out the, for uh, you. You guys finish the podcast. She's... I, well, I want to talk more to Jamie, but we're just enough to make you. Well, do she's this again. been here all day. I know we've shot a bunch and of stuff I, with you. She may be hungry. I know, I know, I know. She's literally. You guys, me, you guys she was like, trail mix. She was like, do you guys have any nuts? She's like, <laughs> do you guys have? Do you guys have any porridge? <laughs> any porridge, please? I'm like, no. We're gonna sit down and just talk. Oh we're gonna God. reminisce. We're gonna go down memory lane. I'm two hours late for a show in a wedding dress. Okay. And, uh, and you, you probably have to go too. Um, I love you. We do Emily's Awkwardly. Don't ride elephants. Um, the uh, Wedding Coach on Netflix now. Watch it, watch it, watch it. Crashing. Yeah. On HBO Max. Not in my episode, but whatever. No, I'm not in your episode, but I am on the show. Mm. And I do love that show. See, it's one of the other. I, what did I tell you? What? They're like, Whitney's on this episode. Oh, Jamie can't be Jamie on can't be See, on I told it. you. Oh, my God. I um, Actually, that whenever, someone, someone, whenever this airs, we're just going to put her on one episode and you'll be on a different one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and then, um, and Jamie Lee socials. Oh yeah, at Twitter. really Jamie Lee on Instagram. Yeah. I'm considering deleting Twitter, so okay. I don't know where I'm at with that right now. But yeah, yeah you can find me on Instagram nice. at really Jamie Lee. Nice. I love you. I can't. Thank love you for you. doing this. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Don't write elephants. Okay, don't write elephants. <laughs> but do eat trail mix. <laughs> It's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.